Warning! The podcast you're about to hear is very filthy. We say naughty words you would use as an adult anyway. It'll cause you not to eat your vegetables, and your mom generally thinks it's a bad idea. Any moment of the show that has any similarity to the history of any person, living or dead, real or fictional, to real events are entirely unintentional and coincidental. Unless we're specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated, and no celebrity has endorsed any aspect of this show. Hey everyone, welcome out to a new episode of The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky. Um, I'm Nick Nitro, with me as always is... John. And you're probably wondering, hey, <laughs> what is up with that crazy... We got a few... You know what, let's, 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 get, to the, the, let's get to the section we like to, to call, or at least the little piece of paper here calls, uh-huh. voicemails, emails, and Twitter feeds. There you go. Because Coal Mines Twitters us with, is anyone alive in there? And it's been, what, three weeks? At least. Three weeks at least. <laughs> um, and then gnarly79, gmail.com, emails Gnary. us. Gnary. I'm sorry. Yes, we discussed this even before the show. It's Gnary. Hello, Gnary. Goodbye. <laughs> Gnary79 emails us with the question, have you done any other good stuff lately since you're done podcasting? <laughs> and then last but not least, this is the doozy, I like to call it. Alex82 writes us to say, Steve and Dan need to understand that people other than Americans can be patriotic about their country and motivated to defend it from foreign occupiers. Now, Alex82, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Let me be very clear on this. <laughs> I, I, I don't... I remember we did that episode, Freedom Way, but I don't think... We, we didn't really talk about yeah. anything... I don't think... Dis- Dispatriotic. Oh, was that what? That is unpatriotic. That's the word. Yeah. Dear God, dis un, dispatriotic. <laughs> <laughs> the new word, Urban Dictionary, dispatriotic. An idiot trying to form the word unpatriotic. What were, ta- what were we talking about? I have. What is Stephen Dan? Who are Stephen? Who are Stephen Dan? That's the better. Qu- I don't know. I have no idea. And furthermore, the thing that baffles the mind. Mm. Is the last episode was the Bubble Boy issue? Was the issue? Is the Bubble Boy comic book issue in the yeah. Bubble Boy episode? Balloon Boy. Balloon Boy. Well, or what did we call? It? We were talking about Bubble Boy, and then yeah. we scratched down and called it Balloon Boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I was trying to be. I don't remember. Yeah. It was three weeks ago. I like using the strike through on on, on, <laughs> on the web page. Let's be honest. <laughs> but no, I we okay. I mean, there's a lot that's been going on. First off, our old compadre Jimmy got married to Morgan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, second time, that doesn't sound <laughs> as bad as it sounds. It, it's, yeah, it's not as bad. As it it's not as bad as it sounds. I said sounds twice. I'm very proud of that. No, I'm not. Um, pretty much though, Jimmy got married in like you know with by the justice of the peace, or whatever. Yeah, you know, like a, a courthouse wedding. Yeah. And then they were going to because uh, they were moving down to Kentucky. They were moving down to Kentucky, and she had a very strict rule, which is I want to be married before. Yeah. I, yeah. I I don't want to get into that here. But yeah. long story short. They got married uh, before the courthouse and all that stuff, and they moved down to Kentucky, and then they moved – they didn't move back up. They came back up to get married for family and friends. Yeah. And – Because she, she got offered a job. Yeah. Pretty much. And she they, like, had, like, two or three weeks before they had to move down, right? 
Something like that. I think. Well, initially they were supposed to leave right away after they got yeah. married, pretty much, and then it ended up the job they offers, have to move as quick as yeah, they thought. yeah. And then right. last minute she got a job, and so they went went down yeah. there. So, but yeah, um, it was it was actually a very nice. You know what? Uh, the, nice bubbles, the bubbles, the bubbles, the air hit just right at the yeah, right it was time. Nice. Yeah, very lovely. Yeah, it was a very nice wedding. Yes, congratulations you, to Jimmy Morgan and yeah, just Morgan. Really. Yeah. Well, we hope. Yeah. We're, everyone, as his brother and best man even said, the jury is still sort of Al and Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, it was good. It was good, though. Um, if you go to my Facebook page, if you look it up through the Facebook fan page of Good, Bad, and Geeky, you can mm-hmm. find me. Yeah, I would say go to mine, but I don't post any pictures at all. You don't even post status updates. I really don't. He really doesn't. It's I, There's like four, I have like almost 500 pictures of me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And I haven't posted any. I posted <laughs> about twenty of them. I know. I haven't posted any of them. Though. Which I gotta say, those were my favorite pictures of the wedding. Yeah, I, I'm not kidding because I I don't know what it was. You guys were trying to pose for a picture, you and Nathan and Wendy, who's been on the show before, by yeah. the way. I He'll, tried to pose for a picture, and you guys could not keep a straight face. Yeah, someone was doing something so fun. I was like, oh, for God's sakes. Yeah, and I just because I erased, I think I erased like three pictures, and I realized yeah. you guys aren't going to straighten up anytime soon. Yeah. So I just kept hitting click, click, like within seconds of each other, and it looks really. They're my favorite pictures because they well, look like a little animated. There's a joke that Wendy, she always wants to get a picture with me, but I always have to make a stupid face. There's like maybe one picture out there where I'm being normal and smiling. Yes. Or like I'll act like I'm smiling, then right before they take a the picture, I, you know, make a stupid face, or <laughs> <laughs> act like I'm sleeping or something. Yeah. You know. But I I thought that was. But. But yeah, so I mean that's pretty much where we went, and then um, and then tonight even we almost didn't have an episode yeah. because well my aunt died and um, and I had to go back to Maryland and I got back at eight tonight and we usually record it Monday Sundays or Mondays yeah and I was like you know what man and honestly I called off last week too I'm the one who called off last week I'm like I'm, can I just not do it this week I don't know I'm just <laughs> yeah. out tired and then this week was and, oh yeah because I, I had some work. Uh, Conversion business stuff going on yeah. that I was really you were working later and yeah. all that stuff yeah and so then this week yeah it was just uh, so. long story short here we are here we are yes finally here back we again are. back in the saddle back. I was gonna say that yes back in the saddle again Bill Clinton would say back in the office with an intern all right. <laughs> have any cigars yeah let's go all right all right if you would like to uh, like to leave us a voicemail. And please, if you're going to leave us a voicemail... Don't be retarded. Don't be... Yeah, don't be a retard. Retard. Yeah, don't be a retard. Yes. Leave some kind of semblance of a coherent message. Yeah. Don't think that we're freedomway.net, because we're not. That's what was talking the Freedom Way. That was what it was. Oh, it could be, yeah. Yeah, so... I, gee, your God. But seriously, we got like ten voicemails. Okay, that's exaggerated. We actually got five voicemails. Yeah. And all of them were, hello, hello... Yeah. My name is Marvin. Hello. So, no. Please just make a coherent email. And one of them was like... <sighs> okay. And he just hung up. I was like... <laughs> did he... Th- no. But uh, please, be coherent. We yeah. like... We, we do... Even though it sounds like I'm being derogatory, we like voicemail. Yeah. We just want to play one on the air that doesn't have, you know, hello, just constantly on it. 614-364-4088. Um, you can also donate to Jerry's Kids. If you, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
No. Um, but uh, 614-364-4088. You can also reach us on our Twitter feed. And, you know, I, I'm going to just combine the Good to the Bad Geeky Twitter feed with my own. Mm-hmm. It just It's just one last thing for me to... Yeah. Update. So just a heads up, December 31st, DJ Nick Nitro. Start following that instead for the Twitter feed. I'll be It'll be my own personal Twitter feed, but um, I'll be posting some good, bad, geeky stuff up there. It just makes it easier on everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can email us at goodbadgeeky at gmail.com. Or what else can they do, John? They can go to the web page <laughs> of ours. We've not done this in a long time. I was going to mix it up, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, our web our webpage is uh, gbgpodcast.com, and you click on the uh, contact us link. What else can they do, John? They can interact with us via our Facebook fan page, or via whatever. Or, or via. It yeah. depends on what hemisphere you're, you're from. That's correct. Yeah. Like soda or pop. Yeah. Um, and don't forget to check out or the cola. Or cola, yes, cola. How I didn't realize I that. Cola? Like down in, in southern U.S. Yeah. Like. If you say, it's something like if you say cola, you get it, it like means Coke. Yeah. Like, you say something, like, they only drink like two different kinds of pop. I don't know, that's weird. I, 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 I think that's know. weird. I don't know where I was going with that. Forget it. Okay, you're fine. <laughs> well, if, uh, if, you know what, if whatever hemisphere you're in, get your cola, your soda, or your pop, or your sody pop. Sody pop, yeah. Sody pop. Yeah. Uh, or your brew, your brewski, mm-hmm. brewerino, or unless you're an alcoholic, Grey Goose. Um, <laughs> pop that bad boy out. Go to YouTube. Look up GBG Bathroom Sessions, plural, mm-hmm. and uh, rate the videos. Watch us sing, dance. Mm-hmm. Watch Jimmy's. Yeah, I don't. We're gonna. I think we're gonna record some next week, right? Yeah, we're gonna do one we're next gonna, week. Yeah, we'll do. Something next week. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And by the way, also let's talk about our schedule a little bit too, because since we're coming back for then to leave again. Pretty much because we do the Christmas show every year, we've all agreed. I think even when Jimmy was still here, we agreed that we would do, do a schedule where we would start recording stuff in advance. Uh, but we never did it. We well, no, we never did it. <laughs> but I mean, well, we luckily we discussed it, and then finally yeah. we we put into action that we would do like every other week. Especially since I mean, we we both work at places that are holiday, yeah, sort of uh, based. You more especially more than me, and uh, we thought it would be easier to. Um, we do a show one week. The next week, we would work and record bits for the Christmas episode, or do bathroom sessions, etc. And then the next week, do a normal episode. So it'll be off and on until I think maybe the like the week before Christmas, and after that, we're on break until January. Yeah. So and even at, and probably well, even, we'll get into that because well, I won't be able to do the first week of January at least. Well, I'll that's be, fine. Well, I'll be out of the country. Also, you guys are taking your... Uh... Yeah, we're going on our honeymoon slash family vacation slash cruise, whatever. That is sweet, sir. So it'll be fun. That's fun. Yeah, that's that's great. All right, so uh, with all that, jibbity-jabbity. Let's get on to news. Indeed. Um, first thing, actress Mira Furlan, who played Rousseau on ABC's hit show Lost, will not be returning this year with all first season cast members. With the button being reset, all characters are poised to return, even that of Mike and Walt, and perhaps even Boone and Shannon, will be featured for an episode of the two in the final season. Oddly enough, those, though despite reports of Boone and Shannon, Maggie Grace has not been offered a chance to be on the show at all, as per her publicist. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that, I thought that was real weird, because they made yeah. a big deal about that. And, well, and also, that news entry is like three weeks old, and I thought, well, we, 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 we discussed Lost here. Yeah. The only thing is, it then came out that Maggie Grace has not been signed. I was like, well, fuck. 
I don't want to rewrite all of it. So I was like, <laughs> oddly enough. Anyway. Um, Ashley Simpson's win, Ashley Simpson wins and Colin Eggersfield will be let go from the cast of Melrose Place in January. I, you know. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, ABC, ABC. Jeez, what am I looking at? <laughs> HBO renews in treatment for a third season. You know, I, I've seen one or two episodes. They're really good. Yeah. They're really good. Um, but I, I, Board of Death is still my favorite. Yeah, that was that was very funny. Uh, Community, Mercy, and Mercy. Parks and Recreation have been given back. Huh? Back nine. It's been given the back nine nod by NBC. What the hell does that mean? Um, okay, back you know, nine nod. That's I don't know that, you that know, that's a good question. That's a good question for those. You know, see, this is the thing. I sort of forget that people out there don't know. No, I'm or being people serious. That co-host the show, don't know. <laughs> no, well, no. I mean, that's 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 a good point, though. I mean, uh-huh. you, you've been around long enough that you have a general idea of what what I'm talking sure. about or what Jimmy was talking about. But that's a good question. Back nine is term. You know, we should put like a terminology on the website. What stuff means? Uh, uh-huh. Back nine means okay. So say community is a brand new se- se- series. So, or even better, bored to death. There's only, they only ordered six episodes or 13 episodes. The back nine, the 13 episodes only covers the first half of the season. The second okay. half is called the back nine. Gotcha. Where they either so, order, meaning they have been giving the okay to, to re- finish the to season. Finish the season. Doesn't off. mean they've been picked up for the next season. That's sure. the, that's the difference. And sometimes the back nine even applies to more than just nine episodes. It just means like the back nine weeks sure, is covered. Sure. Yeah. That's a good question, John. Gotcha. Um, Jeff Dunham debut of 3.5 million viewers is the highest debut ever for a show on Comedy Central. It, it did drop a bit, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, I watched it. I didn't... I, I, didn't know, I just don't find it very funny, that's all. I I find that funny because you're the one who, who got me into the... You know, the, the Ahmed thing is funny. Yeah. But... I don't. I don't. His other like puppets and stuff. Yeah, they don't. I don't find them very funny. And like he does these skits on his show, mm-hmm. where he'll go and like interview people, you know. And I mean, they're people talking about puppets, and but they're like trying to act like it's real. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, see, it, well, the, the thing is, it's not like the Muppets where, like, no matter what, like people don't talk to the actor playing the Muppets. It's just because they've been embedded into our social yeah. consciousness. Yeah. It's like you don't even want to look at that guy. You yeah. really do want to look at Fozzie or Kermit or whoever. Yeah. But, you know, Peanut. Yeah. yeah. You're a big purple fucking whatever you are. <laughs> Bigfoot. I'm yeah. sorry. Anyway. Um, Fox's Dollhouse, as well as Eastwick and Hank for ABC, have been given the axe. You know, someone... Uh, okay, y- you've... You've only seen one major thing by Joss Whedon, so, but for the most part, yeah. for the most part, I mean, when I was younger, Buffy to me, I, I hated, I banned anything on the WB network, pretty mm-hmm. much. Dawson's Creek, you name it, I banned yeah, yeah. it. And I finally saw Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel. I was like, God damn, this is a good show. <laughs> and then was it Firefly? I watched like two episodes, and I, I didn't like it at all. Mm-hmm. But then I loved the movie Serenity, which is a continuation. It's all Joss Whedon stuff, and so I was like, Dollhouse is pretty cool. <sighs> Scott Kurtz did a comic on PvP, which summed it up, which is they're dolls, which means they get reprogrammed. Well, it happens is they do this really cinematic thing where her brain gets scanned, she gets her memories wiped, and the chair rises up, and she always, because they're droned, they go, did I fall asleep? And the, they do, she does that, comes up, are you, yeah. okay, are you okay? Did I fall asleep? And then it cuts to, to the view, characters in the comic strip, the viewers, collectively going... 
No, but we did. Firefly, you ate. <laughs> like that. And yeah, it's yeah. a good point, though, because out of 13 episodes from season one, nine episodes they've shown so far, I would say about three or four are actually like, this is great TV. And it's so sad because it's Joss Whedon. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. Now, but the good news is, um, oh, and I forgot a few news bits, but you can, I, I can add them on at the end. Yeah, add them on to yours. Add them on. But I was going to say the great thing about Joss Whedon, though, is, is that I did learn that because of that, he is working a little bit further on uh, Dr. Horrible 2. Yeah. They said they do have a title. Cool. I think I told you at the wedding. Uh, yeah, that's why did. I think that's, think that's did, why yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, the CW will have the return of Heather Locklear on Melrose Place starting November 17th. And Hilary Duff guest starring on Gossip Girl on November 2nd. Jimmy, if you listen, that was for you. Yep. Girl. <laughs> Mad Max 4, entitled Fury Road, is officially announced and will begin shooting in the Outback early next year. I don't know how I feel about Mel Gibson making movies again. Like, in front yeah. of the screen. I, you know what? I'm... I no, I mean, I don't I, judge I him hope it's, because of I that. hope it's really good. I, I hope it's like his I old... really like Mel Gibson. No, I do too. I mean, he hates Jews. That's yeah. okay. So did Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, in all seriousness, I just don't want it to be one of those things where it's like, hey, everybody, I'm out of retirement. Zing! Yeah, I know. And it's like really bad acting. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, it's Mel Gibson, like... Even when he, right before he got crazy, which is, I would say, what women want, like, literally around that time period, mm-hmm. I was like, dude, can do no, like, I mean, it's a cliche movie, romantic comedy, yeah. but it's a good it's movie. A good, it's a good movie. It's a good Damn movie. good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Damn good movie. And so, and so, yeah, like, he has, in, like, a movie, like, his, like, pay, not, pay, was it Payback was he was in? Yeah, I was getting ready to just say that. That's one of my favorite Mel Gibson movies, Payback. Have you seen the director's cut? Yeah, I have it. You have it? Yeah. What did you oh, well, think? Wait a minute. It's Do the I... one where Chris Christopherson's not even in it. it. The bad guy is actually a girl or something, and he almost doesn't. I don't think he lives. Okay, yeah, I don't have that one. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently he. They did the whole movie where he was a lot meaner than he was in the okay. normal version. Where and then the Hollywood, the words that was we all saw. Yeah, he was much more like I just want my money. Yeah, he just gave me my money. And finally, when he didn't get the money, he's like, well, "I'll fucking kill everybody." Yeah, and then he gets killed doing it. But I mean, yeah. like it's more brutal. It's a really good movie. Yes, it's a great move. But even I, if you don't see the director's cut, it's still good. No, honestly, I prefer the Hollywood version. I'm just saying it's yeah. something interesting to see because yeah, whole subplots are just I mean, not know, even in the movie. The, like I know the Hollywood version, so that's the version. Well, okay, that I'm talking about so there's I, no version with James Colburn, no Chris Christopherson, yeah. no son. That's see, I that's like ninety like percent of the movie. Yeah, though. I like that. Part. So so do I because the whole huh. thing is like you sh- dude, that's like a twenty five million yeah. dollar suit. And he's yeah. just like. Damn, man! I'm sorry. Anyway, Uh, oh, this is sad. 61-year-old British composer Andrew Lloyd Webber has been diagnosed with prostate cancer. The BBC reported Sunday. And when I says BBC reported Sunday, that's actually three Sundays ago. Sorry. (laughs) Um, you know, okay. To be fair, do you like any of his musicals? Huh? Do Do I like any? Um, I like Phantom. Do you do you like Phantom? I don't know. I, I just don't. I like fan, and I do like um, Joseph and the Technical Okay, you know. Okay, to be fair, I have not heard that. Okay, see, did I he do cats? It, too? Yeah, I don't like cats. But did he do cats? Yes. Uh, that's. I don't know what it is. It's just every time nine times out of ten I hear something that's by by Lloyd Webber, I'm just like, 
<laughs> here we go. Yeah. The great Lloyd Webber. Going to web us up some of his Broadway treats. <laughs> no, I've not heard Joseph and Ted. I've heard that's actually good, though. I should. Yeah, it is good. I should. I have music. I'm sure I do. Sweet. Actually, I know I do. Yeah. 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 Again, this is not last week. This is two like three weeks ago. Okay. Sorry. Uh, former Perfect Strangers cast member. I used to love that show. Bronson Pishop. Is that his name? Yep. Um, two weeks ago made comments about Tom Cruise and Denzel Washington and he stands by them as per the Wall Street Did you show. see that? Did no, you read that? He pretty much said that during Risky Business because he was one of his friends in Risky Business he would go up around people and he wasn't big at all. He would go up around people and go what's up fag? How you doing fag? <laughs> like and he would call everybody derogatory names and he's really? just like he's like you know what the way I grew up and the way I was taught in theater you don't do that stuff. Yeah, but he thought he was big shit then, and yeah. and also he goes one of the most aggravating things he've ever worked people he ever worked with was Denzel Washington, and then it became a big hubbub for about a few days like the public yeah. uh, was going to sue him and everything and he, Wall Street Journal content was like do you stand by your comments he's like yes I do <laughs> Tom Cruise is a dick and so is Denzel Washington you're just like bravo sir balls huh. Um, Chicago and soon nine musical film director, but Rob Marshall has admitted or let slip that he has been tapped to direct the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Yeah, which do you want to see nine? Have you seen a preview for it? No, I haven't. it's uh, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like the musical either. So, but it's Nicole Kidman. It's like a whole bevy of just beautiful women. Oh yeah, Nicole Kidman, Penelope Cruz. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. This oh, is awesome. Truth Bomb just got dropped on John. Oh, man. Okay. Did you read the whole thing, though? Yeah, I did. Okay. Because it sounds it good. It sound as good. And the last end. half, yeah. Yeah. Okay. First of all, this next thing has to do with one of my favorite movies in the world. Chris Kane, director of the original 1990s Pure Country with George Strait. Which is a good movie. Very good movie. Indeed. The soundtrack is is awesome. Uh, he is teaming with his son, Lois and Clark's Dean Kane. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Uh, to co-write with Father directing the sequel called Pure Country Gift. About three angels who give the gift of a beautiful singing voice to a baby girl. Hmm. Oh, and then, she it's grows, not... then she grows up. I wonder who's the... Who's the uh, see, who's to the me, I was like, I saw that on Ain't It Cool News. I was like... That's really cool. And then I read it. I was like, now it sounds like a Hallmark That's, special. Yeah, it does. I wonder who the who the singer will be. Hope it's not Charlotte Church. Well, I, it, I wonder if it'll be a country singer. Trisha Yearwood? Or the, what's the one girl that just got... Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. There we go. Uh, Take that, Kanye. Or like uh, Carrie Underwood or something. I could see. Carrie you, Underwood. You know, like... Oh yeah, you wouldn't want to do like Trisha Yearwood because she's like old now. But... Oh older. Jesus, I think older. I was I think I was thinking of Carrie Underwood, <laughs> Trisha Yearwood, Carrie Underwood. There's wood there, I see. a lot of wood. Speaking of country music, I'm going to review uh, CMAs. Yes, yes. Be ready. I I saw where the wild things are. I shall be reviewing that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's cool. uh, interesting. Um. This makes me sad a little bit. Death Race is getting a sequel. Hopefully yeah. it's direct-to-video, but so far it's talking like it's direct-to-theater. 
which is entitled Death Race Frankenstein Lives, Jeez. which... Speaking you, of Frankenstein, did I tell you that I, Amanda and I saw Young Frankenstein on Broadway when what, they came to town? I heard Roger Bart's great, but I... I, I, was, I thought it was really good. It was, really? Yeah. The music's good. Uh, I can review that later on if you yeah, want. Yeah, sure. I'll it. Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Now, this... Okay, this is sort of cool, but we talked about in the last episode where they said Will Smith won't do a sequel. Well, apparently now Roland Emmerich is changing his tune saying... Yeah, Will Smith is apparently agreeing to something because there's now talk of Independence Day 4. Or I, I'm sorry. It's called ID4 is the nickname of Independence Day. Like, you know, Independence yeah, yeah, 4. Yeah. Okay. Now it's going to be called, the sequel is going to be called ID4 Ever. Yeah, that's really good. Jesus weeps. Um, okay, and I thought this was too funny. I had to, I'm going to post and read the entire thing because it's so fucking stupid. Okay, here's the plot of Monopoly, the movie's general premise. The writer created a comedic, lovable loser who lives in Manhattan and works at a real estate company, and he's not very good at his job, but he's great at playing Monopoly. And the world record for playing Monopoly is 70 straight days. Dear God, over 1,600 hours. And he wants to, to convince his friends to help him break the world record. They think he is crazy, naturally. They kid him about uh, this girl that he apparently likes, and they're playing the game, and there's this big fight, and he's holding a chance card, and after they left, he says, Damn, I wanted to use that chance card, and he throws it down. He falls asleep, and then he wakes up in the morning, and he's holding the chance card, and he thinks, That's odd. Yes, this is all goring where you think it is. He's all groggy. He goes down to buy some coffee and reaches into his pocket, and all he has is Monopoly money. All this Monopoly money pours out. He's confused and embarrassed, and the girl reaches across the counter and says, That's okay, and she gives him change and Monopoly money. WTF, he walks outside, and he's in the very vibrant place, Monopoly City. OMG, and he's just come out of a chance shop. As it goes on, God help us, he takes on the evil Parker brothers in no. the game of Monopoly. He has to defeat them. It tries to incorporate all the iconic imageries. A sports car pulls up. There's someone on a horse. Someone pushing a wheelbarrow. And, of course, rich Uncle Pennybags. And you're going to see him as the major deer of a restaurant. And he's the buggy driver and the local eccentric and the doorman at the opera. There's all these sight gags. Wow. Do they know who's, like, playing in this or anything? No. But you know who's directing it? I think either it's either Tony or Ridley Scott. What? Ridley Scott. And it, it makes you look at that and go, apparently there's something there that makes that man want to be attached to that. And to that I say, he didn't do bad with Gladiator. Yeah. <laughs> or Alien. Yeah. I'm willing to see what he throws down. Gladiator it, was awesome. Gladiator was great. Gladiator was great. Oh, You can't see me, but I'm doing the, the, the hand the motion. Thing on the end, yeah. Yeah, the thing at the end. And he's floating and shit. Floating and shit. <laughs> It's great. Not floating in shit, yeah. floating and. Mm -hmm. Very important to, for those who've not seen the movie, God, why is the gladiator at the end in a big pile of shit? <laughs> okay. Um, Harvey Keitel has joined the cast of Universal and Tribeca Productions of Meet the, Meet the Fockers sequel, which I think is pretty pretty interesting because hmm. was it Harvey Keitel, that's one of those two actors they always try to pair together somehow and they never really do it correctly. Who? Harvey Keitel and uh, Robert De Niro. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think the last time they were paired up was like Taxi Driver. That's how long it's been. Yeah. Um, Mini Driver joins Elizabeth Banks and Ed Norton as one of the upcoming guest stars on ABC's Modern Family, which 
is officially to me one of the funniest new shows on TV right now. Yeah. Besides, honestly, besides Border Death, that is my favorite show. It, it cannot get any funnier. It's just crazy. Um, and uh, this bothers me greatly. I don't know if you saw this, John. I read it. Yeah. Now, but... Viacom, Nickelodeon, Paramount Studios bought the TMNT franchise for, I think, either 60 to $80 million. And, you know, all I'm going to say on this, and I have talked to some other fans about this, my fear is that the company cares about bottom line. Yeah. And I'm a, a big enough fan to, to realize and smartly realize that the TMNT are not what they once were. Mm-hmm. The movie doesn't open up big. They're going to can the franchise. Sure. Or lock it in a vault somewhere. That's what bothers me. So with that said, we'll uh, we'll play something. And uh, we'll be right back right after this when we'll do some reviews and other gobbledygook. Wonderful song. It was. It was fun. It was fun and gamey. It was game. It was gamey. It was gamey. Gamey. Okay. Apparently, our song was a rabbit. <laughs> Venison. <laughs> Venison. <laughs> so you saw the CMAs. Yeah. And what did you think? Um, overall, I thought it was pretty well. It was all right. Um, best part about it were the hosts. Well, one of the hosts I care for. The other one, it was alright. They, the they work well pretty... pretty. They work pretty well. Who was the host? It was Brad Paisley. The host was Brad Paisley okay. and Carrie Underwood. Now, they... They're pretty good friends, so they kind of joke around together, and they... You know, they... They both have really good sense of humor. Hold my finger. Yeah. Okay. Well, their... Their monologue was really good. You know, they start out, and... You can tell that Brad Paisley kind of wrote it. Mm-hmm. It just kind of has his humor. He's real... Like he's topical or whatever and talks to me. It's funny, but um, during the monologue, what they did is 
Well, let me let me back up here. Last year at the CMAs, they sang a song together, mm-hmm. and it was kind of a tribute to. Um, can't remember the guy's name, but the song was "Make the World Go Away," and it was really nice and pretty, and sounded good. Um, Brad Pitt played the guitar, and, and Carrie Underwood sang melody, and he like sang harmony over it. It was really pretty, mm-hmm. and everybody was like, "Oh, you guys should do that more often." Mm-hmm. So this year they said, "You know, we'll, we'll do that." So during the monologue, they talk about one of the things was how country music, no matter when it was written, when it was sung. It's usually pretty relevant. Yeah, it's relatable. You know, that's yeah. why people like country music because it's relatable. And mm-hmm. he says, so they say, you know, take this song for ex- for instance. And Brad Pitt has a guitar and he starts playing, and they start playing that song. Mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. And it's mamas don't let your babies grow up to be Kanye. <laughs> don't let him. <laughs> Um, something wow, like, so, yeah, don't let him play, um, you know, play guitars and ride with your Um, or don't let them be rap stars and something's, I don't know. But wow, cowboys have manners and don't interrupt. Um, and it, there's this whole song about Kanye West interrupting because wow. Taylor Swift. You know, country no, singer, yeah, and no, I, you know, know so they're all standing behind. I was, I was surprised. Everybody that. goes crazy, and uh, it was funny. Then later on in the show, Kara Underwood says, "You know, Brad, you you won uh, best video this year, didn't you?" He's like, "Yeah, you know, that was a fun video to make." She's like, "You know, I bet there's some people you'd like to thank for that, wouldn't you?" And he says, "Yeah," and I'm like, sure. So he starts naming off some people. Then all of a sudden. Little Jimmy Dickens, who's a country singer from like the sixties. Yeah. He's like four foot tall. Him and Brad Paisley are really good friends. They're both like from the same hometown. So they you know, he's kinda of mentored him and things. But he's real flashy and every, he he's just a, a He's really like Randall Opry flashy. Yeah. Yeah. So he walks up while he's like doing his speech. And in the middle of it, little Jimmy Dickens is like, Excuse me. Excuse me and everybody starts laughing. He's like, excuse me, I just wanted to say that Taylor Swift should have won for best video. That is all. <laughs> so, you know, they're 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 making light of the whole Kanye West and Taylor That's Swift funny. thing. And I, I was thinking maybe like one like they would do it like towards the end. It was kind funny, of thing. yeah. So the way the fact that they got over it right in the beginning that Yeah, was, it, um, but overall it was a good good thing. They did some had some good jokes. Performances were good. Um, Darius Rucker sang. That's just surprise. Well, it doesn't really surprise me because folk music is is a basic. He's of always country. had a, a pretty um, white boy country sounding voice, I think. Yes, he has. And I think it his CD is really good. It has like three or four songs that are hits. And I mean, it's, it's good. I, it, I did a um, a cover of it. Yeah, yeah. For that, it won't be like this for long. That's, yeah, that's one of his songs. It just makes me. I just find it funny that like they he still does stuff with Hootie. Yeah, every now and then he will. Yeah, and uh, I think they just had a record come out like a, two years ago. Yeah, and it's a it's a decent CD, but yeah. no one gets any. Play. I don't think he's gonna go back. To I mean, he has such success now. But... Yeah, you, know, you never know. It might. Who knows? Hootie, it might be Hootie in the Blowfish, the country CD. 
could be. I don't. Or, or at least anything. Yeah. You know that for a fact those guys are probably all helping out on one or two tracks. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like the... I wouldn't be... I don't... See, I don't know if any of his band is... I have to look that up. To see if any of his band members from Hootie and the Blowfish are in his, like, band that he goes with. Or I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that. I would probably estimate not that far, but I mean, at least in terms of the studio. Sure. It probably... Because was it, you know, Paul... The Beatles are, are horribly famous for that. Yeah. You know? Which, by the way, you gave me the entire Beatles collection. I've listened to that. It's it's great. Rubber Soul is probably my favorite album. Isn't it there. really yes. good? Followed by White Album. White Album yeah. was my second. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, though, I'm growing to love Abbey Road equally as much, too. Yeah. But it's the only problem is that Golden Slumbers, that whole album feels weird. Like, it feels out of order. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Because you know the story of Golden Slumbers. It's about... it's Well, it was written... It's kind of like... Billy Joel does this thing where he he did this concert where he went and like answered questions he went to storytellers be yeah storytellers yeah. yeah and um I have the CD actually let you borrow that but um somebody asks about scenes from an Italian restaurant how it's kind of like three different songs in one yeah and he and he talks about golden slumbers and carry that weight you know yeah and also because it's, it's like carry that weight is also a breakdown of another song yeah and he's talked about how give me my money you'll never da, 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 yeah. you never give me your money yeah but he talks about how you know they you know Paul had an idea for a song and John had an idea for a song and then they were like how they were like hey Ringo you want to do anything here then he goes into like you know talks about how it was three or four different songs and but it's really cool because yeah he has the same type of he had this idea of follow red, follow white, you know. And then he had this whole Brenda and Eddie were the pop of the stairs and the king of the queen of the prom. Bum, bum. Driving around with the car top down and the radio on. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. Uh, now, see, now. And then he plays, he plays that part just by itself as like a song. And I mean, it could be a song that, you know, would be. Well, it's pretty cool. <laughs> There's a, a similar thing if uh, if you ever get uh, Ben Folds' Fear of Pop or well that's yeah, the name of the group is Fear of Pop it's really yeah, just yeah. Ben Folds but the first time you ever did anything with William Shatner is he apparently they go well your first few Ben Folds five are popular any people you want to work with and he goes sure these people and I really want to do one with William Shatner <laughs> because I really like those old horrible things he did with the Mr. Tambourine Man, but I want to make it good. Yeah. And so he wrote these lyrics down for him to like speak, like spoken word. And then like the day he got the studio space, he goes, "Oh my God, these words, they're the words were written when he was like 12. Like that's how long he wanted to do this. Yeah. And so he's like, these are horrible. So he rewrote them. And he's like, I don't know what song I want to do anymore. So then he took this old song, he other song he was working on, and it made the background music while he does. Okay. It's in love. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's a great song. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, no, because I'm listening to that because I'm like, which one on the Beatles Abbey Road comes first? Because Golden Slumbers feels like it's towards the end, or yeah, because either way, it's Golden Slumbers and Carry That Weight. Yeah. But then uh, the the what is it? You'll never give me your money. Well, because it, it's uh, never what give me your like... funny papers. Um... What's it? once there was a way. Get back home. That's Golden Slubbers. Not to run away. Get back home. Sing this 
the bar. You're gonna carry that way. I think I think it goes into carry that way. Yeah. Right, but the, the first half before you get to the main jux of carry that way is the funny paper song. Yeah. And you're just like, wait a minute, what? Did I did I miss a track yeah. or something? Yeah. I just it's yeah. But it flows together. But that's I mean that's how that's, it was. Yeah. That's that's cool. That's cool. But um, what else did we? I saw Young Frankenstein. Oh yeah, Young Frankenstein. Was really, Roger Bart was really good. Roger, yeah. Um, and I didn't realize this until we were at the show that that like four of the main characters, mm-hmm. um, obviously Roger Bart, um, then uh, the guy that played the monster, I can't think of their names right now, um, the guy that played Igor, mm-hmm. and then one of the girls, one of the lead girls were the people that were originated original originally on Broadway wow. so you know they they knew it like the back of their hand their part and everything and, and you know not that the Broadway actors are going to be horrible but you can just tell that these were the people that did it in Broadway in New York and um, you know the music's all really good it's it's funny the dancing's really good um, the choreography's really yeah um Igor's part is best. Oh, it's awesome. Okay, um, now comparatively, which yeah. is better, the producers or Young Frankenstein? I never saw the producers. I, I, so um, I can't compare it because I've, I've never seen the producers, the movie or or show or anything. Well, if you see the movie, it's the most stale version of. I mean, technically, you're watching Broadway just yeah. being filmed, which is not good mm-hmm. for the movie. But yeah. I mean, you get a good sense of yeah. Yeah. I mean, purposely, the Broadway show follows the movie almost to a T. Like, you, you, there's all those specific lines and, whoa, look at those knockers, or, you know, on yeah. the door, and, um, you know, one-liners. and. Was the bl- old man, the old blind man in it, too? Oh, yeah. Yay. It's funny. That's, um, it was all, it's all, it's all pretty good. That was my dad's favorite part when I was growing up. Yeah. I see my favorite part is put it on the Ritz. Yeah, that part's cool too. Now, do, do they play it straight in terms of in terms of they play the song or is there like a song within a song? For I, that? I mean, it, it's it's the it's the full put on the Ritz. Ritz. Yeah, I mean, sweet because that I don't know it what it says, is. Put but on the Ritz by written and performed by Irving Berlin or whatever, whatever. originally you know. Like, they give him full credit on there. Yeah. And then they have this big musical dance to it that's pretty cool. They have a big... Uh, yeah, they have a big, like, screen where the light shines through and you can see a shadow. And the monster's, like, tap dancing on stage by himself. And the big shadow's doing the exact same thing. And then... The shadow deviates. Then the shadow starts doing, like, real crazy stuff. And... <laughs> Like, the monster's just kind of moving like this, you know, like, real simple. But then the shadow's going, like, like real uh, like fancy like, steps and flips, and it's funny. Oh, man. But. Well, you know, they're planning to do Blazing Saddles next. Oh, I hope so. That would be funny. The only thing is, is, like, the whole ending, though, I have no idea how they're going to do the ending to that. Because. I know. That, my, my, one of my favorite parts in that movie is the whole, uh, where they run into Dom DeLuise on the movie stage. He's like, he's very obviously gay. He's like, was it, stick out your knees, hold out your tush, go ahead, thrust, give it a push. And he's like, he's pretty much yeah. humping the guy in front of him. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, Jesus. 
Oh, and Harvey Keitel is like, it's not, it's like, you do the voodoo that you do so well. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be great. Also, <laughs> that's going to be a really racist musical. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope they can do it right. God, what? I saw, yeah, I saw where the wild things are. That, yeah. it's, I don't know how, I really, it's not, someone said, I made the point, I was on my Facebook, I was like, I don't know how to describe it. And after like all this time, I still don't know. And someone's like, "We'll describe it because it's weird." And I and they said, well, "How we, is it weird? Like being John Malkovich?" And I'm like, "Well, at least being John Malkovich, you can, I can describe that a lot easier." Like this movie, it, it it's under the a impression of a nine or twelve year old boy, or nine year old boy. Yeah. So like the titles have like Max written all, all over it, and you get a, a glimpse which you assume is him playing with the dog, which you guess is him where the wild things are yeah but i don't know it's very and all the monsters incorporate a, a bit of, of the boy okay. his own personal feelings whatever and yeah it's and the monsters are really it's it's sort of dark i was i mean i, I wouldn't take like my kids to see that movie unless sure. they're like maybe 10 or, or above yeah but again some kids might be bored with it i was thoroughly entertained and yeah but i mean it was still a weird movie and it's sad though too that's the other thing too you're just like this movie's... I don't know how to... But, uh, I don't know why. Yeah. But the old man was crying, too. So, you know, uh, he, he was moved by it. Because that's the weird thing. Like, you don't... There's no... That's the thing. There's no real plot beyond that. That's why it's just really hard to... Like, being, on, being John Malkovich, you can go, well, some guy wants control of his life so he gets control of another guy's life through a weird door on the seventh floor. <laughs> now, it doesn't make sense why the door is there. Yeah. But, I mean, where the wild things are, this boy just... He's in the middle, probably, of America, and he runs towards a boat and travels to where the wild things are, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> and they never do explain, by the way, if it's real or not. They yeah. never do. So it's left up to you or the boy. Yeah. Yes. Well, anyway, I just thought that was... Hmm. It's a good... I, w I would say it's worth watching, checking out. But um, what else did I... Did you watch Glee? Oh, God. Yes, Glee is awesome. You know what? Sue Sylvester is awesome. Isn't she? Yes, and I... Because, no, the thing is, is that... And you've talked about this before. It's one of my favorite parts, too, is they have that... It's like amping up tension music of... And it's the kids singing. Yeah. The Glee kids singing. And so you're like... And every time they play that, Glee... Sue Sylvester is up to no good. Yeah. And she's like... I she's with that mentally handicapped woman and yeah. and kid and you're just like and Schuster he's going like I don't like, like what what, what, yeah. what are you What's doing I don't yeah. like what you're doing Sue you're up to something yeah and then finds out her sister is mentally handicapped yeah. and then and and you like, realize oh, she's man. playing it very straight she's not doing it to be mean she's yeah. really trying to help the girl yeah and you're just like holy shit you made me care about Sue Sylvester damn you. Yeah, Amanda started crying. I I got a little teared up. Yeah. And you know what? What's his name? Was The his storyline was actually sort of sad, too. The, the wheelchair you know, kid? That was a fucking triple whammy. You had the wheelchair, yeah. you had wheelchair kid. And then you find out that the girl was faking her stutter. Sutter. And then you had Kurt and his dad, because his dad always... Yeah. Especially because the last episode previously, it was a big deal for yeah. him to do that. And then this one, he's like, you know... you're, you're your mom always handled it. I was like, "Son of yeah. a bitch, stop it!" Yeah, I was like, and then it's the wheelchair kid, and then it's Sue Sylvester. You're like, "What the hell is going yeah, on?" Yeah, I know. I know. Triple threat, man. Triple threat. Did you see previews for next week. 
Yes. It's it's what's her name gets a crush on Schuster. Yeah. I dear God. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. Um hmm. Did you watch The Office? Yes I did. <laughs> that I do declare. <laughs> I felt so bad though for Andy and what's her name, the secretary. I know. It, oh. Andy had the best um Accent though, he say. really did. He's like, you gotta let it drill on you. I didn't. I, I couldn't help but watch that. Watch that episode and think it. There's the movie The Legend of Bagger Vance. Oh yeah, takes place in Savannah, Georgia, and they all talk like that. <laughs> they do. I do. Damn. I do. Where did uh, where did where did uh, Steel Magnolia take place at? I don't know. She asked Nate. Oh, is that Nate's movie? <laughs> Steel Magnolias, nine to five. Hey, that's a funny movie. It is, I'm not, but I'm not saying it's the best movie ever. But yeah. it's a good, it's a funny. According movie. According to Nate, it's, it's like, like the best movie after Steel Magnolias. No, okay. Steel Magnolias is only good because of Weezer. Okay. <laughs> Let's be very honest. The I mean, movie... but they're like, but like, chick flakes. Definitely. You know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, have you ever seen Definitely Maybe? Uh, I don't think so. It's, yeah. a, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a bad, it's not a bad chick flick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Since we're speaking of chick flicks, what is the best, what's the best, easiest chick flick for you to watch that you actually enjoy? Um, we talked about it earlier. What one want? What yeah. There's no other film that is the, de- the definitive chick flick film. Now, other films that have become chick flicks that yeah. were not initially intentionally chick flicks, I would throw Jerry Maguire into that. Okay. Because if you watch that movie, that movie really is nothing fuck to do about love. It really doesn't. It's just yeah. that whole you complete me bullshit guy. Yeah. Because that's the thing, I'm watching... That's funny, speaking of Hootie. He's like, are you Hootie? No, fuck, I'm not Hootie. <laughs> Bitch. You know. Yeah. Rod ties your head. I'm Bubblicious Jerry. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Movie's great. It has nothing to do with love, really. It's just... Yeah. yeah. And that's now considered a chick flick. I'm just like, no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's about football. <laughs> One of the only few football movies I somewhat enjoy. It's Any not your yeah, do, you, do you like Any Given Sunday? I do like Any Given Sunday. I do too. What about Rudy? Well, yeah. You like Rudy. I told someone, I said, one of my family members, we were talking about this. Like, someone's like, it's like Hoosiers. I was like, Hoosiers I'm a great a, sport. I'm a sucker for sappy sports movies. I am too. Remember the Titans? Freaking love that movie. There's a movie coming out right now. Oh, with uh, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Blind, the, blind about side. the, uh, yeah, I can't remember the guy's name. Big, big dude. Yeah. Um, but I want to see that. Um, yeah, any like underdog, like We Are Marshall, or like We Are Marshall was a great movie, <laughs> wasn't it? And that was the most depressing sports movie ever. Yeah, because like they do not win, or like at all. What movie was not on the other day? That. The Rookie um, with Dennis Quaid. The Rookie. Oh yeah. Um, I forgot that movie. That's a true story. Yeah. I mean, yeah. All, all those like sports movies are like. I don't care what it is. Miracle. I saw Miracle too. Mir- yeah, I like that movie. Movie was good. Any movie, you know what's funny is Den- I, I when I was younger I used to get Dennis Quaid and Kurt Randy. Russell confused. Oh yeah, yeah. 
and now and now they do sports movies, both Disney sports movies. Was it okay? Which is your favorite Mighty Ducks film? One, two, or three? The first one is a good comedy film. The second right. one's a good movie. Yeah, I was gonna say the second, second one. one. The only yeah. thing is, the second one it's like. Is they that almost, the one where they ride the roller? Where they go and ride the roller coaster in that? I think so. In the mall, I think that's. The I one think so. Think. Yeah, because the the thing is though, at the same time, while it's also a great movie, it's also a horrible movie because it's like Disney going, "We're making money, <laughs> like quickly, let's get people from all walks of life onto the Money Ducks team." Like they have. Yeah. A, a cowboy who can rope people. Sure. And they have the one girl who's tough as nails and won't take shit. <laughs> yeah. And then you have Keenan, the, the Bash, black kid. What, then there's the Bash Brothers. The Bash Yeah, no, they, he was one of the Bash Brothers, wasn't he? It was uh, the one kid from Nickelodeon. No, they were both from Nickelodeon at the time. Yeah, Keenan, yeah. and then it was uh, Pete and Pete. Pete and Pete's big. Have you seen Big Pete? Or Little Pete? Uh-huh. Little Pete, eat Little Pete no more. He Big Pete. <laughs> big Pete. He Big Pete. He make me look. He make me look like small. Really? Small Pete. I'm small Pete compared to Big Pete. Yeah. Big small Pete. <laughs> that sounds really weird, but seriously, the dude because they did an all that reunion special like a year or so ago. Okay. And Keenan and Kel came back. Okay. And it was really he was actually one of the few funny parts of the whole show. But uh, Pete and the girl who uh, the other fat girl, she's huge now too she was the girl in dodgeball the fat cheerleader that crushed justin long okay because i was looking across like what is she doing oh my god she's all she's a fat chick that crushed justin <laughs> whatever in dodgeball that's that that's just sad and then whatever the kel kid no one knows what he's doing yeah. anymore yeah. welcome to good burger kind of your order please yeah sure but no yeah we were talking about that hoosiers you like blue chips it is okay. It's um, it, that's more of a sports, uh, a sports crime. Yeah, kind I guess all once, just because it had um, Nick Nolte or no Shaq. Um, Shaquille O'Neal. No. Yeah, yeah, Shaq. Wait, I'm, I'm that was his else. first movie he ever did was uh, Blue Chips. What the hell's the hockey movie with um, um, not Robert, Paul Newman? Paul Newman. Cheap shot. Quick shot. Okay, it's yeah. It's one of those two. It had... Okay, I was thinking... And there was, was the three else. three brothers. Yeah. That my, my dad, he doesn't like the movie, but he likes the brothers, and that doesn't make sense okay. to me, because they're in the movie. Yeah. They don't coexist outside of the movie. Yeah. But, but yeah. the Shaq movie, yeah, I know. Yeah, Shaq, yeah. I yeah. was thinking something else. I was thinking hockey. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> talking about Shaq. Uh, uh, not Shaft. What was the one movie he was in? It was Superman, Ripoff, Steel. I'm not talking about Steel. It's about where he actually played basketball. Yeah, yeah. Nick Nolte. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, no, what was uh, what was another good movie? Oh, okay. Throwing this out there. I'm ready to get some, some apples for this one. Okay. Space Jam. You know, I was going to say that. Because surprisingly... I like the movie. I do too. <laughs> it really is not really Looney Tunes. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It's cheap in Looney Tunes. Sure. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, because what was it? Someone, the guy who did uh, Ghostbusters, or no, did Gremlins, he made, the guy who did Ghostbusters made Space Jam. The guy who did Gremlins saw that movie and goes, what did you do to the Looney Tunes? It looks like you cut off their balls and let Michael Jordan play with them a bit and then shoot them through the hoop. <laughs> and so he, that's why he did Looney Tunes back in action and then, yeah. you know, that didn't really do well. But I, I think that movie's hilarious. Yeah, I never saw it. It's, it's not bad. Because... Because you know how Daffy Duck is... Chuck Jones made Daffy like, I'm greedy. Mine, mine, mine. Gimme, gimme, gimme. 
Well, he's still that way, but at the beginning of the movie, he does completely like old school Daffy. <laughs> like oh, yeah. he's causing mayhem around the block. And Bugs is not the lead character in Back in Action. It's oh, yeah? Daffy. Really? Well, Bugs is there. I mean, he sure. has to be, but stupid rabbit. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, the Space Jam is pretty good. Yeah. Hoosiers, they need more sports movies. They do. And on that note, <laughs> on a completely unrelated, mm-hmm. you know what I completely forgot to talk about? And I don't want to talk about it right now on the, on the show. But um, that TV Son and Death thing, I never been go anywhere, did it? Oh, yeah. I wanted, I, I just real now realized that, and we'll talk about it in the next episode. Sure. I'll mark it down <laughs> as an I hope to God I remember it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, um, remember, next episode won't be live for what, the next two weeks. Right. Um, if you have any emails, G... Goodbaggeek at gmail.com, uh, voicemail 614-364-4088, um, or a contact us link at gbgpodcast.com. And if you want our uh, YouTube stuff, it's uh, youtube.com, type in gbg, bathroom sessions, plural, yeah. and then um, anything else? We're on Facebook. Oh, we're on Facebook. Facebook. Just look up Goodbaggeek. Yeah. So. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. And... Uh, Have a good week. Get out of here without cheese! You're a creep! Go away! We're having a good time until you start up, cheapers! Go have some coffee with cream or something! Because I'll tell you something! This is a happy place! What the fuck am I supposed to say? (laughs) What the song is that?